Imagine having the life of your dreams. Not temporary cash and glory, but happiness and inner peace. Explore new ways to be a creator and take your own journey into greatness. Is it possible? What does it take to make that happen? It takes the person known for extreme results. He's called the cage breaker and the ultimate catalyst. Coming back from the brink of death and now crushing it for himself and his clients, this is your Ultimate Life Podcast with Kellen Flukiger. Hi there, and welcome to today's episode of Your Ultimate Life, The Sound of Love. What does love sound like? Well, it might sound like a lot of things. And today's episode 637. And I'm doing today's Sound of Love, and tomorrow's is going to be called The Sound of Service. We're right in the middle of a, an unimaginable tragedy, uh, an unprecedented, unthinkable attack by one country on another, and the Ukrainians who are suffering the brunt of this monstrosity are, are hurting badly. Uh, we see over and over again the images of destroyed buildings and stunned people and just not knowing what to do, what to think. I mean, think about it. Two weeks ago, three weeks ago, people went to work, they got up, they had breakfast, they did their stuff, they worried about things like, uh, how am I going to pay my taxes, and am I going to keep my job, or will I get that next interview, or does he love me, or does she care about me, or where are we going to put the kids in school, or I got to do somebody's homework, or whatever, all that normal stuff, and now people are fleeing for their lives. And, you know, you can't ever know for sure what's really happening on the ground, but what I'm seeing from all different news services is just horrific human rights violations, suffering, war crimes, hospital bombing. These are just unthinkable things that makes my skin crawl. And so that is one of the reasons I titled today The Sound of Love yesterday, Yesterday's episode was about vocal Reiki and sounds and, you know, the sound of your voice and so forth. Today, I want to talk more about your voice, and I want to talk about it in several ways. What is your voice? Well, in the most obvious thing, ah, ah, that is my voice, right? My voice speaks. My voice sings. And that is the operation of the physical things in our throat, the larynx and the lungs and the air columns and all that stuff. Okay, that, that is your voice. But in a larger sense, what is your voice? Right? And in, if you remember the seven habits of highly effective people written by Stephen Covey, some number of years later there was a book written, I don't think Covey wrote it, but I think one of his kids did, called The Eighth Habit. And it was the eighth habit was finding your voice. So after the seven habits, highly effective people also found their voice. Now, in that context, the voice isn't just the operation of physical airflow in the larynx. <clears throat> and the vocal cords or vocal folds, they're actually also called. But your voice is how you imprint the world, how you make noise, how you say things, what you stand for, what you stand against, what you're willing to stand up to, and all of that kind of related stuff, and that's so much in our face today. 
as this hor- horrible thing happens. I mean, people are worried about Armageddon and nuclear conflict and just unthinkable things that have always been somewhere in the shadows. So what is your voice? An example is my wife, Joy, whose last name is Bondarenko, her maiden name. Uh, that's a Ukrainian name. So this conflict is up and close and personal for us. She has relatives there. And, you know, people that she doesn't know how they're doing and all of the fearful things that go with that and the horrors of death and war and, you know, brutality and everything else. So she put a a tweet up, something about, I, I don't even know what it said, but hashtag I stand with Ukraine. And so she was clearly using her voice to say something, right? And she said some other things about, you know, support and helping people and so forth. And I'm not avoiding saying, I just don't know exactly what you said, but it was exciting enough that the Ukrainian council and some other organizations retweeted her thoughts and they weren't, you know, violent or strident or anything, but she's clearly got an opinion and she was stating it in a, in a positive and powerful way. So that's her voice here in this circumstance. Her voice, the, the way she's expressing herself, the feeling she has, what she's making known is her stand in this conflict. And no matter what you think about any particular thing, your voice is who you are, what you stand for. So, for example, if you are in a group of people and someone says something derogatory about another group, you could use your voice to say, hey, we don't talk like that. It doesn't matter if it's about women or LBGTQ or whatever. Uh, any topic you could say, you know, use your voice to stand up and do something, say something, stand for something, make a difference, use your voice. Now, one of the things that we learn, I've learned over the years in creating ultimate life, remember, we're all about creating a life of purpose, prosperity, and joy that we create by serving with our divine gifts. Now, this horrific example of war, and it's certainly not the only one. There's been recent other examples of war in other places. This is just one that's exploded into our faces in the last few days, a few weeks, couple couple weeks, I guess we are now, but... Where are you using your voice? Do you even know really what you stand for? Do you have uh, do you have a cause or more than one cause that you stand for? Like my wife, again, I know she's a big animal rights uh, advocate, and so she stands for that, and she's very much a vegan-ish, uh, organic, anti-chemical-y thing, and she uses her voice to stand for things. And I'm not saying the only way to use your voice is in protest for something. Is your voice made loud in support of kindness, in support of love? Are you apathetic? Are you, ah, I don't want to get involved. Like those are all choices that we make about how we use our voice. And our voice is our stand in the world. Do you stand for honesty? Do you stand for truth? That's a big difference between that and saying, well, you know, I tell the truth. No, do you stand for truth, meaning every word you say and you don't participate in things that are deceptive and not true and not right? You could stand for that. Do you stand for 
rights or help or change in a certain area, you know, water use and water cleanliness and and or pollution and or civil rights of one group or another or many. Like your voice is a powerful and important thing. And that's what this is about. The sound of love is the sound of your voice. Because remember, love is a choice that I make or you make to use your spiritual, physical, emotional, and mental resources to serve someone in their highest and best interest. And that might be a person. It might be a group of people. It might be a cause. And you give your love, your attention, time, attention, and love. You know, that's the light of your beaming focus. Beam, you beam your time, attention, and love on something. And then that thing grows. Wherever you put your time, attention, and love, it grows. And it's sort of obvious. It's kind of like if you plant a garden and you put time, attention, and love there, then it grows. So what is your voice? And here's why I'm talking about it in the context of creating your ultimate life. Because what I know is if you go through life not standing for anything, then you make no difference. And someone once told me the meaning of something is the difference it makes. If it makes no difference, it has no meaning. So your and my opportunity is to identify your voice, my voice. My voice, now, I have a commitment, a bulletproof, hardcore commitment to help 10 million people discover, develop, and then serve with their divine gifts. That means go out of the way, express love, and serve their fellow beings with their divine gifts. Sometimes that includes creating a business. One definition of a business is your business should be the truest, most authentic expression of yourself. And we have so long lived in the idea that we have corporate jobs, and I use that term pejoratively on purpose. Corporate has somehow meant bad. Working for someone doing something we don't like, don't care about, and are not connected to. Well, end that. Like right now. And if you can't end it this minute, then build a ramp. Build a ramp to a place where you are doing fully and completely things that you're gifted at, that you love, and where you are committed to serve. Because serving with your divine gifts is the quickest way to joy. It's the quickest way to happiness, fulfillment, feeling good, feeling connected to your fellow beings. So the sound of love centers around this question, what is your voice in the world? And it may be entirely personal. You may be taking care of kids or a family member or, you know, an elderly relative, or you may be about anything in the world. But do you know what your voice is and what does your voice sound like? If someone were to describe you and they, were, they looked at how you stood up or showed up in the world, would they know what your voice sounds like? Would they actually, is it obvious from your presence, from your language, from your social media posts, from your beingness, how you, how you show up in the world every day, is it obvious what you stand for, who you are? It should be. There should be no question about who you are and what you stand for if you want to have the ultimate life. Because the ultimate life is one of action. It is one of love. It is one of understanding who you are and what you uh, want to have accomplished or what you want to accomplish in a day, a week, a month, a year. It is so important. Now I want to get to a little bit more about the voice itself. Because sometimes 
we think, uh, you know, we have a cause or an idea or principle that we stand for, and we think the way to do it is to stomp and shout and bang, and we're abrasive. My experience, both working with people and having a lot of people work with or for me, is that that kind of abrasiveness never gets you very far. You might have authority and you might intimidate some people to do something, but it never works very much or very long. So my experience has taught me that emulating the divine is the most effective way. And what is that? Well, the voice of the divine is inviting. The voice of the divine is loving. It is filled with the sound of love. Because at the end of the day, nobody can make you think anything. That is sort of the, it seems, the foundational rule uh, governing this existence is we all get to choose who we are, right? And there's a path to get there. It doesn't mean you snap your fingers and you have a big house or a billion dollars or some other external manifestation, but you get to choose how you show up, how you speak, how you feel, how you love, how you serve every single day of your life. And so do I. And so my understanding and learning for myself, and I'm sharing it with you in hopes that this will help you create your ultimate life, a voice, whatever you're having it stand for, needs to be inviting and loving. Some people try to shame others into behavior. You should do that. Can't you understand? That never works. It intimidates, it frustrates, and even if it silences people, you do not get loyalty and love. Now, if we go back to this present moment, uh, this conflict that's going on, you look at the morale. You have one side fighting for what they believe is home and country, and the other side full of young conscripts that don't know why they're there, don't want to be there, and, you know, they're afraid, etc., etc. So how the sound of love is on one side and not on the other. There is no love of country on one side. There is love of country, history, and heritage on the other. And which one is more inviting? Which one is more empathetic? Which one is more powerful? Which one is more attractive to you and your heart and me and my heart? Those that are being open, honest, true, faithful. And I don't mean everybody's perfect, but one side is clearly in a struggle for home, identity, country, and to have their right of self-determination, and the other side seems to be bent on imposition of will and sort of imperial domination. So, and if you take that way down out of the realm of war and global conflict down to your own conversation, how are you showing up? Is every language, every piece of verbiage that I use or that you use one of invitation and love? How do you speak? How do you invite? Now, the, again, this is not an indictment, but it's something I have begun a few years ago really to focus on with my language, my attitude, the feelings, the body language, all of it. What am I really communicating? Frustration, impatience, and insult? Or am I communicating love, invitation, opportunity, growth, possibility, and all those good things that we way more want to respond to and anything that feels like that negative stuff. So the sound of love, making sure your voice sounds like love, your invitations are in love, and that you're truly giving love in your highest possible way.
to help others is the thing that I have discovered is the sound of love as I create my ultimate life and help you create your ultimate life. Thank you for listening to today's episode. We hope that you take it deeply into your heart and decide for yourself how you can create anything you desire. If you like what you heard, please subscribe to this podcast and share it with your friends. As always, we'd love to hear your feedback and topic suggestions. Until tomorrow, this is Your Ultimate Life with host Kellen Flukiger. Stand with your heart.